All right. We have to go back to our story because times are ticking. And we're up to, for the purposes of tomorrow's podcast, part two. Somewhere between 2,000 years and 13 billion 498 million years. Or actually, plus a few extras. Right. In round figures. I guess it would be 13 billion 499 million 998,000 years. Somewhere in that region anyway. But this is the interesting part, boys and girls, because this is the part where we're now going to learn about Jesus and how he came to be nailed up today. Now, is everyone comfortable again? Excellent. Yeah, hang on, hang on. I've just got to get my feet. Ah, just, ah, that's it. Okay, just to recap, okay. just to recap, God created the world, was clearly angry with what he did, tried to kill it off a couple of times, created um, Adam and Eve, tried to kill them off a couple of times, flooded the earth, left the Noah's family around, and um, then Moses had them walking all around the place, upset them, pissed them off, they did nothing. And then, of course, as we uh, we pointed out uh, before the break, uh, God's wife um, finally got the shits with him sitting around all these years because he's done nothing ever since the uh, sixth day when he created the heaven and the earth, told him to get up and do something else. But little did she know the consequences of her words. Did the wife have a, a, a name? Yeah, Mrs. God. Sorry. A stupid question. Sorry. Anyway, now, Joseph and Mary, good uh, swarthy uh, names, they'd been dating for quite some time now and were all set to get married. One day Joseph was out at work and Mary was lounging around the house thinking, well, maybe tonight's the night I might jump on Joseph. Because, of course, in those days... There was no sex before marriage. But she was pretty confident they were going to get hitched. I mean, the church had been booked, the invitations had gone out, the wedding planner had made all the arrangements, so they were as good as married. And, you know, being a young girl, she's getting a bit toey, she's sort of getting a bit, you know, peeved with just giving him a hand job and him flicking the cocky's tongue and doing a bit of the fingering and that sort of thing and going the tit off and stuff like that. She's, she's fizzing. She's, she's horny as all get out. So she got up, went upstairs, had a shower, washed all of her bits, put a bit of lingerie on, poured a glass of wine and sat back and waited for Joseph to come home. Now, of course, he's off at work for the day. What did he do? Uh, he was a carpenter's assistant, hence it runs in the family. So, Scott, right. Yes. Um, lingerie in those days, is that like clean hessian? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Certainly wouldn't have been two, uh, two different materials, and I'll explain that why in a little while. Right. So he's a carpenter's assistant. Yeah, well, basically he's a builder's labourer. Basically. Yeah. So it, if, he, if he knocked off some of the supplies yeah. and, he, and took them home, mm -hmm. would, he off, would he often, as he walked into home, go, darling, I'm home, I've got a bit of wood? Absolutely. Right. Well, he's got to build that, the matrimonial home, and that they also can't afford to go and do it. You know, bloody Chinese um, investors have come in and bought up all the rest of the places around the Sea of Galilee. He's buggered. Anyway, to continue with the story, did he get the point there, Fish? Do you think? <laughs> or did, did he choose to ignore you? No, I just choose to ignore him, frankly. <laughs> anyway, I've got wood. Uh, as I was pointing out before, I was rudely interrupted. Old Mary was feeling pretty horny, pretty toey. So she decided to go up and lay on the bed and, well, you know, do what girls do when they're alone in bed every now and then. But as she's laying there, all of a sudden, the Lord God Almighty appeared at the end of the bed. 
she says. And he said to her, I've chosen you to bear my son, the son of God who will save mankind. Now, under normal circumstances, you'd think to yourself, that's pretty odd. But she, of course, being a descendant of Adam and Eve, knew the story about the family history, knew the problems about the vengeful God. But by the same token, let's face it, he is the Lord God Almighty and he is probably the most powerful man in the universe. And being a woman, you know, in lingerie, having had a glass of wine, feeling horny, she was overcome by this power thing. It was almost like being... Miss World contestant in uh, the back room uh, when Donald Trump walks in the room. Yeah. So uh, she's overcome by this, and she goes, "Yeah, all right." And whooshka, they're into it. God has jumped on her. Next thing you know, right. Next thing you know, she's got a bun in the oven, just like that. Because let's face it, it is the Lord God Almighty. Doesn't fuck about. So as they both lay there in the afterglow. And, um, you know, in the afterglow. Yeah, in the afterglow of, you know, casual afternoon sex, they hear the front door open. Oh my God. Uh, I think it's uh, something, something like this. Oh, that was a bit quick. Anyway, God himself goes, shit, it's Joseph. If he catches me up here, I'm going to, he's going to be really pissed off. So he jumps out the window. Joseph enters the bedroom and sees his future wife looking dishevelled and asks what's going on. Mary admits that she's just done it with the Lord God Almighty. He's not happy, let me tell you. And she's up the duff with the Son of God. Joseph is not happy, Camp, by any stretch, because he hasn't even jumped on his wife. I mean, they're not even married yet, for God's sakes. Causes a bit of friction for a while. But anyway, Mary you know, has the kid and Joseph loves it all the same, even though he's bit bitter because he knows that it's not his son and they don't tell little Jesus that he's the son of God but over the years they see that he becomes a little bit different he starts hanging around with some other kids in school and the next thing you know he's the leader of a gang meanwhile Mrs. God's pretty pissed off about her husband's affair and she gives him a really bad time about the you know bastard child that she's uh, that he's fathered and God's anger issues really starting to boil over now. So when her, his son, uh, as we, of course we know now him to be called Jesus Christ, is arrested by the Middle Eastern crime gang squad and is sentenced to death, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't do anything. He just sort of looks down as, as his son Jesus Christ is nailed up to the cross. And his son says in his last dying breath, Father, why have you forsaken me? But now, of course, God is basically a bitter, twisted, angry old man. And every opportunity he has, he just thinks of how he can take revenge on mankind because of Eve. And because, <coughs> pardon me, she was such a pain in the ass. And so she, he didn't do anything. And God, and God's son, because they are one in the same and the spirit as well, died on the cross. And so even today, 2,017 years later, minus 30, God is still angry and vengeful. Here minus endeth, 33, I think it was. Yeah. Well, no, it depends on which one you look at. I always thought it was he was 33, but, well, 
they're a bit unsure of what happened to the records. I think they got lost in the court case. <coughs> and here endeth the lesson, boys and girls. So that basically is, in a nutshell, in a slightly condensed version, your history of your Christian religion and how the Lord God Almighty Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, the uh, Father, the Spirit and the Holy Ghost, all one in the same, ended up on the cross at the behest of the Jews uh, in you know, concert with the, um, with the Romans, having been found guilty by a uh, jury of his peers on the charges and multiple charges, let me tell you, of uh, larceny, gang-related activities, extortion, um, so many other charges. And that, boys and girls, is how he ended up on the cross and nailed up on this very day, unless it's another year, in which case it's a completely different day, unlike his birthday, which is always celebrated on the 25th. So there it is, yep. boys and girls. I hope you found that interesting, and I hope you found it useful, and I hope now you understand the whole Jesus on the cross thing. Did you, uh, you gentlemen, find that interesting and useful? Are you familiar with the story now? Do you understand how it's all worked? I now, I, I now get the whole thing. It all comes down to being a gang member. And as... There's there's only one thing that you didn't cover. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? The burning bush. Oh, that was just, uh, you know, basically uh, as part of uh, a raid by the Middle Eastern um, crime gang squad. And they'd done a drug raid. It was one of the crimes, was it? Yeah. No, they they just uh, found a big stash of weed and they just popped it outside and set fire to it, as cops generally do. And um, a few people standing around going, wow, man, God. And that's how that one came about. But it all comes down to um, him being a, uh, you know, the son of God as opposed to Joseph, uh, who, of course, really never quite um, came to grips with it. Uh, and even after... Yeah, um, even he was after, cheated. Oh, he was cheated. I mean, you know, how do you, how do you, where do you go... After your wife's been shagged by the Lord God Almighty. Oh, yeah, that's it. And produced the Son of God. Like, mm. you know, you're going to jump on her again and go, she's going to yeah, that wasn't very good, was it? No. Like, it's going to be a bit of a disappointment. Doesn't matter how big your willy is. And how good you are with it, frankly. It's going to be a disappointment. Yeah. Um, but as far as I'm aware, um, what happened with uh, Joseph after it was he eventually took over the gang and... Um, it became, uh, instead of the Christ gang, it became the Joseph gang. What are you doing? Think, what is that I noise? Also, sorry, it's my microphone. Oh, I thought it was your nose. I, I, I think the terms, because when you were talking about the willies then, yep. I think I think the two terms that we use now in normal language, the big fella and the little fella, oh, right. I think they they derived from that. Well, that sounds like a good uh, Middle Eastern sort of a language name, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, and then he went off, of course, to fight the Muhammad gang because it was all about a turf war. And uh, they said about um, breaking up and, and, and sort of having a big turf war with the, the, the Christ gang, subsequently the Joseph gang, and then you had the, uh, the Muhammad gang. And then they started to try and do a bit of a takeover around the world, but they bumped into the Buddhist gang and the... Um, and uh, uh, the other one, what's his name? The Indian one. Oh, hang on, that was Buddha, wasn't it? That's right. And the, the Hindus, you know, they had to try and take over the cow. The cow wasn't happy. 
and then of course you had the Shintos and all these other games. It's all a turf war. People don't realise that. Yeah. That all yeah. these religions, all these crackpot religions and loonies that follow them and everything, although, you know, I'm not going to say that that's, they're wrong, just lunatics, it all comes down to who wants to control the turf, the, uh, the racketeering and the money. And that's how it all works, boys and girls. So there it is. That's, I, I, I get it now. I'm so pleased because I do like to try and explain uh, religious history on Nail Up Day. Uh, so that the moron, and when I think of morons, I think of all of you lot, uh, trying to understand it. Is there any questions? Does anyone have a question? If you have Not a question, me, no. send it through to call, uh, call Net FM uh, on the Skype, and I shall uh, use my theological expertise to explain it for you. Uh, Excuse me. Now, we might have a little bit more music, and then we might come back and uh, look at some of the Bible. In particular, because as I pointed out, and I don't want to dwell on the fact that God is vengeful, but he is. And when you look at some of the passages out of the Bible, you can see a pattern forming. So we'll have a little bit more music, boys and girls, and then we'll come back and uh, play a little bit, uh, or sorry, run through some of the, um, some of the passages from the Bible. And uh, well, frankly, you can make up your own mind as to whether he is in fact a vengeful bastard or not. You're on the vinyl lounge, Scott Abaz of the Fish with AP in the corner. Have a little bit of, uh, what's their name? The Righteous Brothers. And the Rock and Roll Heaven. NetFM around the world. Mm-hmm. 